we welcome you now to a true church perspective with Pastor G. Craig Lewis. Altar calls originated in the 19th century from the anxious seat idea. What was the anxious seat idea? Certain clergy strongly believe that confession of sin and the conversion of sinners should be public and enshrouded in grandiose praise in order to draw more converts. So they believe that when a person accepted Christ, it should be done in public so that when people see it, they can rejoice like the angels, make a lot of you know, noise over it, and, and everyone just kind of uh, enshra- enshrouded in grandiose praise. And when people would see that, it would make them ask questions. Oh, what's going on over there? What, what happened? And, and it, would, it would make them, it would spark their interest in the process, and they believe that would cause people or more people to come. Okay, because they would be attracted by all the fanfare. Public fanfare was promised to lure more sinners to Christ and thus enlarge the church. So they felt like it would grow the church if 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 people saw how uh, great the praise was. People that were down and out would want that. They would want people clapping for them and and that kind of thing. And so they felt like people would begin to follow that. Second Corinthians four and sixteen. For which cause we faint not, but though our Outward man perish. Look, somebody say the outward man perish. Perisheth. The outward man will perish. The outward man will perish. That's why God is not caught up in the outward man. Yet the inward man is renewed what? Day by day. So every day the inward man needs to be renewed. Okay, so grandiose praise and fanfare should not, uh, uh, unless you're gonna do it every day. Amen. I mean, so this isn't something that we should accept Christ for or look forward to when we are rededicating our lives to Christ. See, some people come to church, they won't even do it at home. And that's not that that's not how it works. You know, I have people tell me that all the time, even with the truth behind hip hop. They say, you know, yeah, man, uh, where are you at, man? Because I want to bring you all my stuff. What stuff? All my, you know, evil books and all my this and that. It's like throw it away wherever you are. Amen. Now, that was a time when I would, you know, do altar call. I mean, uh, yeah, when I do the truth by him, I tell people, you know, bring your stuff or whatever, whatever. But man, if I ain't in town, you don't be holding on to a Ouija boy till I come to town. Right. You better get rid of that. Amen. Amen. So, you know, that's that's what I'm saying. We don't we shouldn't look for the, the church to be that place where all these things are going to take place. We need to learn how to do some of these things on our own in our homes. Amen. Y'all still with me? Most modern churches traditionally have altar call after the sermon. It is customary for people to gather at the altar to confess their sins, engage in prayer, and receive salvation. Although altar call is not a biblical mandate, meaning that it is not uh, made, uh, 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 it's not forced upon us, it can be used as an opportunity for broken men and women to interact with God. So there's nothing wrong with people coming up and interacting with God, coming up to the altar. Now, I do have a problem. I got us. I take issue with the, the, the $500 line and the $20 line and, and all of that. I, I take issue with that. And then I also take issue with the healing line um, I, I, and everybody waiting on one man to actually pray for them. When you got a, a group of elders in the building, everyone should be able to accept prayer from anyone. And the prayer of faith is what heals us. Amen. Not the man of faith, the prayer of faith. Amen. 
So, I, you know, the, I got issue with those things too, especially when I'm traveling and different things. You'll have people that don't want, they don't want nobody to pray for them but me. And, and that's the, it's, you know, the exact reason I won't do it. I won't do it because just, just because you're looking at me like if I pray for you, something different is going to happen when it's not the man of faith, it's the prayer of faith. Amen. So, Amen. So a lot of people begin to, you know, get those thoughts in their head. They'll, you know, uh, but I don't have a problem with the altar or people coming up and we praying and that kind of thing. I think it's good. Uh, it's nothing wrong with that. <clears throat> uh, James 5 and 16, confess your faults one to another and pray for one another or pray for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. Of, availeth much. We dealt with this scripture before and, I, and, and we were talking about it doesn't mean that they have to be in your presence for you to pray for one another. Amen? So they don't have to be there in your presence for, uh, for them to pray and then confess your faults one to another. You got to use that balance in that as well because that doesn't mean you tell everybody all your business and everything you thinking with no filter. All right. All right. Because we're still human. Don't get so spiritual until you forget we're human. Amen. Some things certain people don't need to know about you. That's right. That's right. Oh, anything come in my mind, I just say it. You, that, you know, that's first sign of mental retardation. Y'all are laughing, and I am 100% serious. It's first sign, no filter. If you don't have a filter and you're not able to, I mean, some folks filter so bad, they'll say it and forget they said it. I didn't say that. Not only do you not have a filter, <laughs> Amen. So we, we want to make sure that we, you know, using balance with these things. Often churches put so much emphasis on coming to the altar to the point that it is neglected and oftentimes forgotten that believers can lead people to Christ and intercede for each other any and everywhere necessary. Amen. People, people just count on altar call. They, they'll, something will happen to them on Wednesday and they'll hold it or they'll just, until Sunday comes. If I could just get to the altar. <laughs> Bruh, it's Monday. <laughs> you acted a fool Sunday night. Amen. But that, that, that's what people think because the altar, it looks like things are happening on the altar that can't happen nowhere else. And that's why that boy, even in the video, that's, that's what that was all about. It made it look like something happened in there that was synonymous of what happens in there. Yeah. So that people will ascribe to that. And so they set people up to make them feel like if you just get here. People think that if I'm in there, something different is going to happen because of the antics of those kinds of, you know, uh, operations. Y'all understand what I'm saying? So, you know, we got to be careful with this stuff. Amen. Because we forget the main thing. The main thing is Jesus. That's why people say, I get emails all the time. Uh, brother, who, who is the Antichrist? Who is the, an what's the Antichrist? I mean, what's the name of his number, the number of his name? Who is it going to be? What's his first name? Who is he? Is he white? Is he black? What is he? Is he an alien? Is he a duck? Is he a chicken? What? I mean, they just want to know. What's and I always tell them, I say, man, you need to just know who Christ is. Why are we worried about the Antichrist? I want to know who Christ is. We get so caught up in the devil, man. The devil just have us fascinated. Yes. Oh, man, did you see all them Illuminati symbolisms that they had in that? Dude, that's not important. You can listen to their music. You don't have to see signs no more. That final hidden. Man, did he throw that up? I think, let me rewind it. Just listen to what he's saying. He just cussed you out. <laughs> but 
you need to see a, 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 a six, six, six symbol for, and he just cussed your mama in the song. I understand that. Man, did you see Nicki Minaj? Boy, she was throwing up the devil. She had her behind out the whole video. I don't need to see no symbols. <laughs> and they totally desensitized to it. They'll watch that whole thing. Yeah, I think I saw the horns of Baffle Matt. That girl was butt naked the whole video. What you? <laughs> That's some foolishness. First Timothy 2 and 11, exhort therefore that first of all, supplication, prayer, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. Not just those that come up, not just those that are in church, but supplication, prayers, and intercessions, and giving of thanks for all, look at somebody say, for all men. Amen. Amen. Just trying to balance this out. Platforms, y'all know what a platform is, right? That's not a shoe. That's not your uncle's shoe you snuck in his closet and was playing in. My uncle had, used to have shoes so big, we would just make them cars for our toys. <laughs> and big old platforms, it was like big old cars. <laughs> These young folks don't know what platforms are. I mean, they used to have platforms with fish in them. Yeah. An aquarium. When the message of truth convicts the heart of a man, he should repent and accept Jesus as his personal savior. Amen? Personal Savior. That means you really want deliverance. You really want God to deliver you. And you want him to be your personal Savior. 2 Corinthians 7 and 10. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation. Not to be repented of, but the sorrow of the world worketh death. So coming and crying and being sad because of your sin and feeling, you know, down because of your sin is a good thing. That's conviction. And you should give your life to the Lord and repent of it so that it can be lifted off you. Amen. Amen. We give it to God in exchange. We give it to Christ in in exchange for his presence. Amen. Repentance and salvation occur in the heart of a man. Fanfare and accolades are not necessary for a man to believe God unto salvation. Fanfare and celebration is appealing to the flesh and causes individuals to make emotional responses void of reason. When God pursues them. Did y'all hear that? So a lot of times the music or an anticipation for what's getting ready to happen. When they tell you, okay, turn around and tell the folks what God did for you. And the music, bump. And, and God, bump. And God just, bump. I mean, you can't even get it. You might just, ah, hey. It's an emotional response. Nothing wrong with being happy. But this process needs to be done right. Because you don't want somebody making an emotional response and then getting home and can't produce those same emotions. That are just, hey man, that are just preach. Yeah, because that's the thing. You can't duplicate it at home. You don't have an organ at home and a sissy on it. You can't produce, you can't, you can't duplicate what just happened in there. Everybody jumping and running and hollering and singing and praying. All that, you get home, you right back home in front of your computer with all them old bookmarks you need to delete. Got your cell phone with all them phone numbers you need to delete. All that foolishness. All of it's right there. You don't know what to do. You're just looking at all that and... It don't work. Amen. Now, there's nothing wrong with people getting emotional and getting excited about what God is doing. But, man, you got to have some balance with that and make sure it got done. Did it really happen? 
Because if you're basing it on feeling, then you're in trouble. Oh, I felt something. Something grabbed me and knocked me around. And when I got up, I was delivered. Okay. It knocked you around? I don't think the Holy Ghost knocks folks around. Anytime something is knocking, knocking you around, I think it's your enemy. The Holy Ghost ain't going to fight with you to get you saved. Amen. Believers should not seek. The applause of men for fulfilling one's call and obedience to God. I mean, if you're going to obey, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm -hmm. How are you going to be seeking, I need the church to go up when I give my testimony? After all, presenting our bodies to God and living for God is our what? That's what you are supposed to be doing. Being out in the sin was the bad thing. Coming to Christ is no coming to Christ and giving that all up is no reason for you to expect people to just go crazy and buck, buck and shout just because you decided to do what you supposed to do. Some of them getting happy because now a thief is gone. We don't. He's not gonna steal anymore. Tired of hide my purse, and when I go to the altar, I gotta take my purse with me. But we don't. We, we shouldn't even behave that way and look for that. Amen. It's just because that's our, reason, our reasonable service unto God. Yeah. Romans 12 and 1. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a what? Yeah. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your what? Reasonable. reasonable. That means this is what you're supposed to do. So you can't look for fanfare for what you're supposed to do. Right. Amen? Amen? So this guy up talking, I'm not going to carry a purse, and I'm not going to do this. I hope not! <laughs> You see what I'm saying? You don't need to be getting up saying that. Then what if the axe murderer come up there? He can say, y'all get that bloody axe out of my trunk. I will not chop anybody else's head off. I will not chase little children with the axe. I, I put my axe down and I will not pick it. You just leave here and go live holy. And sometimes our mind shouldn't even be taken there. I don't want my mind to go to axe, bloody axe. I'm in church, man. Can I focus on the message that just went forth? Was the message God's word? Then let me soak that up instead of your crazy testimony about what you used to do that you shouldn't have been doing. Can I keep preaching in here? The church should never give a sinner an a new believer or rededicated believer, a platform. Likewise, no babe in Christ should seek a platform. No one person should be singled out or applauded because of their acceptance of God's deliverance. God alone calls and assigns people to positions of influence and authority in the church. People cannot earn platforms. God prepares individuals and appoints them to platforms. Amen. So just because you just got saved don't mean you need to come up here and tell everybody everything. Amen. Amen. Now, I'm not saying that the church can't rejoice. We can all rejoice, but you don't need to be talking in the microphone. I can't get an amen in here, but that's okay. Amen. There's plenty of churches that'll let you. They'll hand you the mic. What do you feel God did for you? That is so relative. You know what I'm saying? Because the real test, let's talk a few weeks. Let's give it a few weeks. And then we'll hand you the mic. Okay, how has the deliverance process operated in your life after a month of living saved? Are you okay now? 
hey man, I don't want to hear what you believe just happened right then and it's contingent upon your behavior. Y'all see what I'm saying? Now sure, yeah, I accepted Christ as my personal savior. Yeah, you speak that, of course. But I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. We'll see. <laughs> Ain't nobody getting with me this morning. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Can we, can we let you walk out deliverance? Before you put that target on your back? Then the preacher called all the other uh, homosexuals up there to dance with him. Oh, y'all just come up here and, 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 and get your praise on with him. And everybody just, I said, oh, Lord, they passing phone numbers. And... <laughs> come on, take your coat off, just confetti. Just, what's all these numbers? First Peter 5 and 6. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he, look at somebody say he. He, he may exalt you when? And Humble yourself. Man, when deliverance comes, you ought to be so humble and feel so. You shouldn't want to talk to anybody. Let alone get a mic and try to provoke the crowd. Dude, get that mic out of my face. I don't need nobody, anything I'm about to say right now. I need God to keep talking to me. I need to hush and listen. Amen. Praise breaks. And you know, churches do this, let them do it. If that's the way they do it, then let them do it. If the music got to start and they want to get the dance on and they believe the dance is holy, they believe the shout music is holy. We was playing shout music the other Sunday, but they, we was doing the bump music then. We can all play it. All of us can play it, but we ain't bumping at ABC. I'm just going to let you know. So if I don't care what the, if the spirit is high, whatever, we're not doing it. We're not giving anybody. If you do not want to my cameras down, my cameras you break my camera. I, see, that's why we're not doing it. You're not diving in these drums. You're not diving on my keyboard, knocking my stuff down, man. I, that stuff costs money. No. You go home and tear your living room up. Be in there like Tasmania spinning around. You, that's your house. You do that at your house. I'm not, we didn't, we're not doing it. Man. But if you want to jump, if you want to run, get your run on or whatever, go ahead. But ain't, no, you, ain't nobody getting around you to protect you from folks. We're not having the, 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 the crazy tornado in here. Everybody gathering around trying to, you go, on your job, you sitting there working. God, don't move while you at work. Oh, but when you step in the water, the water was so old. You can't try to tell me you're not in control. I, I hate that stuff because you're in control. Especially, I used to see them say, I don't got their hair done, so they don't want to mess their hair up. So they watch where they bounce. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> you ain't fooling nobody. Be on the step, shout, oh, 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 You conscious. Don't even, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Idiot. Don't do that. Don't act like God is doing something in you and you just lost all control. I mean, if you're not conscious, you break one of these cameras, we're going to wake you up real good. Wake you up and ask you for some money. <laughs> but, you know, I grew up watching it. I saw some people injured. I saw some people master it. Some people got so sanctimoniously saved until they could shout with their eyes open. 
Now that, that, that see, that's another level. That's another level. They look at you. You'd be like, <laughs> man, can you close your eyes? <laughs> Dude, man. And man, if you don't do it, something's wrong with you. If you speak against it, your tongue is going to hit the ground. So, you know, I understand the excitement and, you know, the, and, and where it really, really originated, especially in, in the African-American church, was from slavery. Because slaves couldn't, they couldn't be emotional about God or anything while they were working. So the one time they could really express themselves freely was when they came together and had a church service. And they could let certain things out. Now this is post the era of when the slave masters ran the church. You know, there was an era that came where they would actually let the slaves run the church themselves, have their own service. And when they did that, they would go in there and sing and get happy and excited because, I mean, look what they had to do immediately following. They were in bondage. You understand what I'm saying? But man, we got all week to do it. You got all week. You go in your kitchen, throw spices everywhere. You can knock dishes, just throwing spatulas and forks. You can just bust your whole house. You got all week. So when we come in service, it don't mean we got to tie the church up. Right. Oh, I've been holding this. I've been holding this. I've been holding it. Now you better keep holding it. But I, I, I've seen it all. And I'm not saying, listen, please understand. I'm not saying that. There's anything wrong with expressing yourself and being emotional in a service. Amen. But if you hurt yourself or hurt somebody else, then you've, you've gone a little too far. You need to reel it on back. Amen. 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 Angels rejoice over souls coming to God. The church should rejoice too. Amen. But the word rejoice doesn't mean juke. It's rejoice. We as soon as we hear rejoice, that's synonymous with rejoice. That's not what it means. Amen. If I just say hallelujah, praise God for the new souls that come, everybody clap. We just rejoiced. Oh no, brother. Not if I didn't know. No, right. What is that? Like you talking to somebody and they, they call it quickening. What? Man, can, can you make a complete sentence, please? <laughs> yeah, brother, I just want hey! I just want to say that. I just, oh! Hey! <laughs> Bro, is it all right? You all right? You all right? However, there is no justification for exploiting a person and their deliverance story. In order to motivate the crowd to have a praise break. Amen. That's not fair. Okay. Cussing John. I don't care how long he's been cussing. If he's delivered, he should be delivered. We ain't, the whole church ain't going to go up shouting and dancing because somebody decided to stop acting a fool. Right. 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 Y'all, I just gave up fornicating. <laughs> First of all. I got some questions. We need to take him to the back and ask him some questions. Because you've been in this church with a bunch of good looking women. So we got, I got some questions for you first, John. You see what I'm saying? We, we, what you getting happy for? You should have gave that up a long time ago. 
Right about now, when the little small kid come up here and say, y'all, I gave my heart to Jesus Christ, that's when everybody, all right, that's when you need to do it. But then all of it, don't nobody, oh, that's good, baby, that's good, baby. Now back to John. John, you did what? What did God do? He stopped you from what? That boy was a hellion all his life. And the church go crazy when he gets saved. Or when he finally decides to act right. Y'all, I think this is it. I think I finally have given up. Pimping. <laughs> Boy, sit down. <laughs> and that's what Jesus said. Little kids came to Jesus and they're like, oh no, get away from the Lord, y'all. Uh-uh. Get away. No, man. He said, this is it. This is how you come. That's right. Oh, c- celebratory praise, glory, and honor should be reserved for God and the dispensation or the disbursement of his word. That's what we should get happy about. We should get happy about the truth that has just come. Yes, yes. Amen. For all of us. Yes. Amen. We don't be singling people out who we think the truth was for. Truth was for everyone. So everyone should be happy that the truth came. So we should be getting happy over the word of God going forth and the truth being presented. Amen. Luke 15 and 10. Likewise, I say unto you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner that repenteth. The church should be excited to see the kingdom of God grow, but no person should be put on a pedestal nor improperly praised for something that is required of all Christians. Had a brother telling me, man, I got demons, man. It's demons, it's demons, it's demons, it's demons, it's demons, man. I just got demons. I just want to know, man, can you come? Can you No. I said, bro, you single. You don't have no wife. You don't have children. Nothing. When you get off work, threshing floor, you got all day. Every day. You don't have nothing else to do. Get off work and t- come home, shower, take, get, get ready for bed. Because you need to fall asleep doing this. Get in that word and thresh, thresh, thresh. Nobody want to do that no more. They want you to come. I mean, even if you look in the Bible, you look at the works of the apostles. But then after that dispensation, when the gospel began to spread... They stopped doing those miracles and works. They weren't necessary because the gospel spread. They were the spreaders of the gospel. So yeah, you saw the works and stuff. But once the people got the gospel, man, can you find time to read the word and get to know who Jesus Christ is? What you need me over there for? And you, you, you can't handle that yourself. The word. Read the word. No, they don't want to read the word. They don't want to fast. Oh, no, I want to keep eating, bro. I just want you to come cast it out so I can keep eating. No, man, then you don't want deliverance. Amen. How many, how many people in here, I'm just going to ask and tell the truth. How many people in here took the time to really get to know God when there was something going on in your life and God fixed it? I mean, I'm talking a big pause in your life now. I'm not talking about, yeah, I'm just going to pray a little bit and this little sleepy head now lay me down. I ain't talking about them kind of prayers. I'm talking about you, you went on a fast to deal with yourself. You stopped eating because you was actively working to deal with what was going on in your life. And you conquered that thing by the power of God. You ain't need no priest to come over in your house. I'm the Padre, el Espíritu, el Espíritu Santo. You didn't need none of that. You took authority over it. Oh, I can't get, see, you can't get amens now. Hey, look at somebody said, the Holy Ghost. Man, how the Holy Ghost meet you. I can't hear from God. Turn the video game off. That's what folks don't want to do. God, I just, he just feels so far away from me. 
Well, get him closer. He said, if you draw nigh to him, he'll do what? Is that not the Bible? Hey, man, folks want personal pastoring. Yes, they do. They do. They want personal pastoring. I don't want to talk to no deacon. I don't want to talk to no elder. Where is the pastor? My situation needs a pastor. And I'm preaching it every Sunday. Can I keep preaching? Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. See, this humbling is what folks don't want to do. They don't want to humble themselves. Meaning, forget who I am, who I think I am, who I want to be. Let me get before God and be nothing. And let God really deal with me. God is worthy of praise for all deliverance. Amen? Not just when the dude was called up and handed the mic. All deliverance from what the word of God Provide everyone that's been delivered. That's everyone. That, uh, God is worthy of the praise for all of it. The magnitude of sin that a person overcomes should never be used to measure the height or depth of their deliverance, nor determine if one's testimony of deliverance is, in comparison to another is praiseworthy at all. Amen. Believers should rejoice always because God's power is able to deliver, heal, and save every soul. Philippians 4 and 6, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say what? Always. Not just when a homosexual comes and gives a testimony. Not just when someone preaches a shock message. And just, no, always. Always. And every message. Try to find something to apply to you instead of pointing at somebody else. Amen. Amen? Amen. Summary. Altar prayer should simply be prayer at the altar. Sinners are saved, believers are rededicated, and the sick are sometimes healed at the altar. All of these supernatural occurrences can happen other places as well. In fact, individual believers should be able to perform these actions any and everywhere needed. But when a church or denomination unwisely allows a show, fanfare, and praise break at the altar, the body of Christ and even the world receives the skewed and incorrect message that the results or manifestation of God's power are greater on the altar than any other place. This causes many to believe that prayers are more effective at the altar and that deliverance power is greater there as well. This distorts the way the true power of God operates through believers. When the body of Christ overemphasizes emotional responses, such as praise breaks at the altar, then the wrong precedent is set. If the church encourages extreme emotional responses, new converts will continuously display emotional outbursts to garner attention and limelight. So when the church encourages extreme emotional responses, then the people are going to be more and more extreme. But yeah, people try to cough up blood and pass out and, you know, they try to make it look like something great happened to them. Yeah, so people begin to believe and start doing those things because of what they're seeing. <clears throat> and so when emotional outbursts uh, garner attention and limelight, more people will start having emotional outbursts. And then when they leave and go to other churches where that is not, you know, really done, then they feel out of place or they feel the church they're in don't have power. I think, oh, oh, y'all want to know how many people have left ABC? Yeah. They've come to visit and, oh, no, I can't go there because ain't no power there. Right. But they, you know, and that's just because of where they came from. Right. They don't know, you know, they don't know any better. They just, where's the power, you know, so I can get my, I can't get my, pray I got to be somewhere where I can just get my praise on. Mm -hmm. 
Moreover, new converts will experience delayed spiritual growth because they are constantly subject to emotional tirades and manipulation. That stunts your growth spiritually because you make God fleshly and you need fleshly manifestations of God. So you never grow into spiritual manifestation. You never grow into the application of God changing your life and you living holy. It's always about bucking and shouting and dancing and crying and, and speaking out and something physical. So it stunts your faith growth. You stay right there. You notice when people are wild like that, they don't know scripture. Most of the time. They don't know scripture. They don't know the true scripture. They don't know the truth of the word. And they definitely can't apply it. Because you walk in the house, you're like, okay, you was hicking them and shouting louder than everybody in here. But in your house, everybody's on drugs. Everything's just jacked up. Now, I understand you wanting to express yourself somewhere else because things aren't good. But at some point, you're going to have to sit down with the word and mature past emotional outbursts and get something that's going to be life changing that you can actually apply to your daily walk. Yeah. When I shot the first Truth Behind Hip Hop, I was preaching in every hole in the wall church all across the world. I mean, everybody's bringing. Oh, they was bringing, bringing, bringing. Preached part two and had T.D. Jakes and Megafest on it. Folks start, oh, no, wait a minute now. He's messing with the pioneers. He's messing with the... <laughs> Lord, when I shot part four and had the Freemason stuff in it, so they can buck and shout and speak in tongues, spit up blood and everything, and be a Mason? Yeah, ain't it crazy? Jakes can bring Oprah Winfrey to Megafest. Don't even believe in Jesus. And they been there as soon as he get up. You, you should have blew your brains out. And, All right, well, what you went through, you should be dead. <laughs> Emotional outburst. The Bible says, ever learning, never learning nothing. Never growing. Because it's emotional for you. Yeah, that man left you. Oh, did he leave? Left you with the children. And so here comes a man that's going to take advantage of that. These are the sorts that creep into the houses of silly women. That have issues. That's what, he, that's what the word says. Said they'll follow behind every religious fad. Ever learning, never coming to the knowledge of the truth. Because it's emotional. And that's why it's always the women that they take advantage of. That's why the devil went to the woman in the garden. Because she's emotional. Others may foolishly attempt to emotionally manipulate God rather than engage him with a sound heart and mind. Did y'all hear that? Emotionally manipulate God by their antics. Oh, God is speaking to me. And he's saying. Those are antics. First of all, why you got to talk so loud? <laughs> and why you got to talk with that cadence? He's speaking to me. And God said, he says to me. Does that make it official? He's got the Paul Revere spirit. The British are coming. Because it's not to sound authentic. You see what I'm saying? That's emotional. That's emotion. Now you're manipulating God instead of engaging him with a sound heart and mind. Emotional responses conflict with the process of discipleship. 
The emphasis should always be put on the daily walk versus the outward appearance at the time of conversion. Although confession is required for salvation, open confession in the microphone before all who await in anticipation of a praise break can cause people to seek the accolades without understanding the journey that lies ahead. You've been listening to A True Church Perspective from G. Craig Lewis, founder of EX Ministries and pastor of Adamant Believers Council in Grand Prairie, Texas. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to be a financial blessing to us, please send your donation to EX Ministries, P.O. Box 24870, Fort Worth, Texas 76124 or donate online at www.exministries.com. Dot com.